me tell you about a man that I have met. Hey. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So he did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I want y'all to think of a uh, a medical ailment that is completely minor but also debilitating. Like stubbing your toe. Oh. So, something kind of on the level of that. That it's oh, it's oh. uh, uh paper you know, cut. you think of it as an annoyance, but it, it's in actuality debilitating, and I think I have the number one. You think you have the number one? Possibly, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, we all have different thoughts. Eight three five one oh one five, but I recently suffered from this one. Ooh. Again, minor medical ailment, but completely debilitating. I'm it renders say... you useless. Uh headache might be a good one. Headaches a headache good one. Headache or migraine. Yeah. And I like that because it also falls into this category of when you're not suffering from it, you forget how bad it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is pretty gross, and you guys are going to go, Ew. My period. No, and th- well, I mean, yeah, yeah that. I, I know that's horrendous, but yeah. I would consider that more than a minor medical ailment. That sure. is a regular. Well, I was going to say, right now I'm currently suffering from um, <clears throat> half a toenail on my hobbit foot. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you stub that off? Ingrown toenails oh, or it's, fingernails just, cuts like yeah, that. Yeah, it was that like sucks. it's like half of my toenail got chipped off somehow. <laughs> so I'm like living with half a toenail and it looks disgusting Weird. and it feels numb and plushy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. And I can't go and get a pedicure because I know the ladies are just going to talk smack about me behind my back. You know. Hey, man, that's less work for them. They don't have to paint quite as much. Or, you know. Now, the yes, ladies so that do your toenails and your pedicure, do they speak a different language? Do they speak Elvish mm-hmm. or the dark tongue of Mordor? Because of my Hobbit. Yeah, you've yeah. still never seen Lord of the Rings. What do Hobbits speak? Do they speak the common tongue? Or? They yeah, speak they, English. They do, common tongue. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> back know. to Like this. we do so, here in America, okay? Minor medical ailment that seems absolutely debilitating when you're sure. going through it. And this one has ruined many camping trips and... I can't think of something more that, like, even having IBS, having oh, a pink man, eye, yeah. a stubbed toe, having a stuffy nose. When your nose mm. clogs up no. and you can't breathe, nope. I couldn't sleep at night, uh, my throat is now sore, and I haven't had a stuffy nose in so long. I mean, I really couldn't sleep, so I was just thinking about it all night. I was like, what is comparable to this annoyance? And headache was the closest thing I could come to, Yeah, because mm. really... Maybe with the headache, it's worse because then you physically, like, you can't really do a lot. At yeah. least with the stuffy nose, stuffy nose, you can, you can move around and do stuff. But there's no focus, end to it. Yeah. You blow your nose, it comes back. You run saline Look, through it. No matter what you do, it's there. You guys can hear it. A lot of times I get a little stuffy nose. I get a little nasally in some of the stuff. So I've lived most of my life with a stuffy nose. Well, you're a mouth breather, so it doesn't bother you. <laughs> it still does. <laughs> At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet. Today we discovered mermaids. Merman. Uh, did you guys know on this day in 1493, Christopher Columbus discovered mermaids? He actually made visual contact and documented seeing three mermaids near the Dominican Republic. He did describe them as not half as beautiful as they are painted. Of course, they weren't actually mermaids, unfortunately. We still have yet to 
uh, actually find any underwater siren, half fish, half babe creatures. Especially uh, the hot ones. There's only the ugly ones out there. Well, these were uh, probably quite ugly. They were they were manatees, most oh, likely, that he had seen. And uh, as a matter of fact, most... Those are the body pillows of the sea. Body pillows <laughs> Don't you want to hug sea? them? Yeah. Uh, mermaids oh. in general are, of course, mythical half-female, half-fish creatures. They've existed in the mythology of seafarers for a very long time, probably because it's a bunch of dudes on a ship that get lonely, see things swimming in the shallow yeah. waters. They're all dehydrated, like, oh, I can't tell. What's, what, what is, is that? that? Yeah. Yeah. You start to have, like, mirages. Uh, but, but also I think there are... Maybe the siren culture, like some of it's just to instill discipline to uh, the the captain seamen and whatnot yeah, by yeah. having this these mythological tales of staying in order and not following mysterious voices or going on your own adventures or do I'm I'm sure some of it's rooted in that. Uh, what these what actual the sightings that have been reported throughout you know all of seafaring history most likely things like that manatees. Sea cows and something called dugongs, which sounds Hell like a yeah. word I made up. <laughs> it does sound like a CJ word. But uh, if you learn anything from today's The Greatest, look at, look at a dugong. Oh, I know. Look at this Pokemon looking ass creature. Yeah. It's they so have like, cute. their eyes literally look like little button eyes. They look like a little gingerbread man <laughs> little, type of whale creature. Little bendy snouts. Now, Spencer, oh. you're, our, you're the show's dugong excert, expert. What can you tell us about a dugong? They're cute. Yeah. They're Pokemonish. They kind of look like uh, sea lions or manatees. But look, Emily, look at that little face. Oh, He's look. so cute. Isn't that a happy little face? Can we get a dugong? Look up pictures of them eating because they like to eat. Uh, they're bottom feeders. They like to eat from the bottom of the. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> look at this. They're little they're vacuums. Like sucker fish. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, a little bit. Yeah. I love them so much. Uh, they only eat seagrass. That's okay. all I know. Oh, oh yeah, they only eat seagrass. So That's all pretty, you need to know. Uh, they're, yeah, they're listed everywhere as being very cute. Um, I guess. Do you think we could do tricks? You yeah. know what? I haven't seen one at SeaWorld, and hopefully we won't. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure if they could do tricks, it's been exploited by humans uh, thus far. But there you go. Today in history it's was the day, day right? that uh, it's due. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> forget about it being Christopher Columbus thinking he discovered mermaids. Uh, Today is officially. Being announced right here, right now, ladies and gentlemen, every January 9th from here on out is Dugong Day. Cute Aww. little baby Dugong Day. Happy Dugong Day. And of course, floppy, blop, blop, Dugong. remind me in, in one year, if we're still here, that, you know, it's Dugong Day, okay? Another day of back to school, and I thought I'd do a little more show and tell. Uh, Matt Bearden, a while ago, you brought up a parent pickup where we talked about things from our youth and somehow... Right. I brought up my clubhouse and that we used to have slingshot wars and make improvised fun weapons. Uh, I now present to you an attempt to recreate my spring gun. Mm. What oh, you see here no. before you okay. is oh, no. a fishing pole uh, broke in half, or some of them come apart right here. Right. But this is the strongest part of the pole. Okay, and it is about, I, I guess, like two and a half feet long or so. Yeah. Uh, at the end, I have a, a latch. That's a, a hook that you would have on like a screen door. Screen door. Like old-fashioned Abs- kind absolutely. of screen door. So that is, uh, this is the basic part of a, uh, the spring gun. But what you need most importantly, and I've gone through garage door springs, springs around the house. But thankfully, on Amazon, this is why it's late today. I was waiting on this package. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> But I have 
These old 80s chest pull workout kits. Okay. <laughs> now, I haven't opened it and tested it yet, but hopefully... But you're saying these are the best springs you could possibly have for a spring gun? As a kid, I took apart my dad's, so yes. So, uh... Oh, I don't... It's not even assembled. This is even better. The only reason I know the chest pull spring kit is from the movie The Goonies. Yeah. Uh, when oh, yeah. They, they tie up the older brother. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. So uh, this could really hurt me because I, I haven't tested this again since I was a little kid. Oh, man. The Why object, are you testing it in here close to our faces? The object I'm in the splash zone, too. You pull the spring. You put it on the latch. Okay, we're all going to get underneath the mm -hmm. desk. You push okay. the latch and it shoots the spring. Now, okay. The, project the projectile of the spring isn't the only thing that hurts. It's also if uh, if you're you're having a, a club battle or whatever that we used to do. If a kid's running away from you and you hit him with the spring gun. And we also used to play like an That's American gladiator in the backyard. The cowards but kill. If, someone, <laughs> if you shoot someone with the spring gun, not only does the force of it kind of hurt... But if it pinches your skin, I bet, I ooh. bet, and I bet it could grab up some body yeah. hair and what have you. Right. Just I'm whatever you do, don't point it at that window because I believe that uh, Chuck would be so upset with oh, you. Oh, those are soundproof windows. All right, so we're ready to see. Yeah, not when oh my God. there's a hole in them. Whoa. Okay, okay, All this right. looks this looks like I'm a really so stupid scared. thing I'm, that really we're doing. Not, so yeah, you man. put your you put your finger on the latch. Oh, I don't feel comfortable. Why are you pointing it at glass? At glass, not a glass. I'm not pointing at glass. There's two glass structures right. There's a window and a yeah. It has a kick too. Do, does anyone want to shoot it? No. Yes. That look, yes. Okay. Yes. Do you want to shoot it, Emily? Okay. And just so you know, uh, one of the punishment plinkos this week will be getting shot with the spring gun. No, it's not. You're going to shoot um, a human. No. I will say, actually, Emily, will you look in our bin of crap and see if there's some goggles in there? I'm, don't. I, oh wait, yeah. you have yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. looking for my sunglasses as, as some sort of makeshift protection. Yeah, so Emily has glasses. She hasn't gone to Man Eye Institute yet. Um, this is the type of uh, how are you connecting it at content. the tip there of so the. So there's there's a hole in this, uh, and then you're using yeah, the clip. You, you don't use the eye of the fishing thing because that'll what pop I thought off. You but you do. use you use the clip. You want to make sure it's not in there too tight because it won't shoot properly. How do you think uh, this got invented? I invented it. You invented I, dude, this? I used to build weapons in my, like, with crap my dad had around the yard all the time. Um, so I, I'm, I'm cautiously not trying to keep, keep it away from my face in case it breaks. I didn't find uh, goggles, but I did find this picture of CJ's face. It's a CJ mask. So why do I have that? I don't know. Emily, it doesn't. Um, it has holes for eyes. It's not going to protect your right, eyes. Emily, right? I, I was going to use it as a target. Okay. Uh, all right. So okay. use use the seat. Well, no, 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 okay, good, good in the corner. It's Emily? gotten very quiet as we all watch your yeah, setup, well, your face. And you can and see all this try to... videotaping, so you can see it at, uh, at CJ Morgan Show. All right, M, she's okay, got the... so what do I use? You press the latch down. You see how it comes off? You just point just and press. Press it down? Yeah, yeah, well, careful. Don't. Okay. And then shoot the CJ face. Uh, here we go. And... That felt like a rush. It has it kicks. Uh so there you go. That is uh that is the spring gun. Um you know it's it's essentially I think I got the idea from rubber band guns we used to make. And then I just made this. Anyone else want to shoot it? It's pretty rad, right? No, uh that last one actually put a hole in the wall. It did. <laughs> yeah. That is we will uh, We gotta mm, let's move on. Mm. Move on. 
What will be the word of the year? Matt Bearden's here to let us know what our kids are meaning when they say strange things like gang gang, ice cream so good. Okay, I doubt that'll be the word of the year, yeah. even though it was my favorite uh, TikTok trend. So we're going to talk about that. And if you want to have words with us, you can always text in 835-1015. Of course, this is the time when we give you a shout out, whether you're a parent in the pickup line or just want to get a shout out. That's what radio's for. Hey, man, uh, text me uh, give a shout out, as they used to say back in the day. Someone has been repeatedly texting us. Yesterday, we had a topic of what streaming shows, what do we need to watch? The weather's going to be crappy. We're going to be stuck at home. I can only listen to the CJ Morgan Show podcast so much. I mean, (laughs) mean, we only have so much content. When I'm falling asleep. Uh, But someone kept, I don't know if it was different texts or not, but uh, I kept getting what we do in the shadows. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. Great show. Great show. Definitely. The the movie was good, but I think I ended up liking the show a lot more. They get to expand so much more on the show. Absolutely. So, yeah, thank you for reminding me because I haven't caught up on the most recent season of what we do in the shadows. The the only problem is my fiance has a, a thing she does where she will replay Schitt's Creek and what we do in the shadows. Those those are two probably current favorite shows. And so I've seen chunks of both so often yeah. that it's kind of hard just for me to sit down and stream and watch it. Yeah, but, you don't uh, know it chronologically. I don't know where I'm at, especially in right, Creek. Right. I don't know where what is happening because <laughs> she'll do that too. She'll just pick up at a random part. Uh, anyhow, thank you for the streaming suggestions. Uh, we're always open to take your texts, uh, 835-1015. And, of course, shout-outs and the parent pickup where we'll discover the word of the year when Matt Bearden returns right after this. The word of the year is here. Thanks and a nod to your kids. Kids we be and him, our father. It's Matt Bearden. On the parent pickup here on the CJ Morgan show. Yeah, uh, the list of words of the year are out. There's always some finalists, including things like Barbenheimer, of course. Oh, uh, of Emily, course. you were you explained that one to us when it was happening. I participated. I went and saw Barbie and Oppenheimer same uh, day, kind of. You would also know that you would know this one. This made it on the finalist list. Is not word of the year, but Swifty. Oh, you'd yeah. be familiar with. Uh, but that's been around forever. So uh, Absolutely it has, but it made the finalist list of words of the year. But the 2023 word of the year is out, and drumroll, everybody. Uh, that number, that, I mean, that uh, word is going to be Liz. Which oh, okay. is a word that kids seem to inherently understand. I remember having a conversation with your daughter and one of her friends and everyone else uh, at your house once. And I had heard of this word because of our coworkers, and we were trying to explain it to your wife, my fiance, and their friends. Yeah, what's weird it is charisma. Well, it's, in a way, in a way. But what's funny is that I I don't know if you've noticed this, but young people refuse to say, yeah, yeah, that's what it is, even if you explain to them exactly sure. what. No, but it's, it's kind it's, of like it's owned by them. Because I noticed with my daughter and her friends, they go, no, 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 that's that's not what it is. And I'm like, that's. That's that is what it is. You're mad because an older person, you feel like I'm in on your territory. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's be real. All these little white kids steal it from Black Twitter, anyways. That's probably. Who comes up with cool I mean, stuff. Probably. that's where Riz comes from. I feel like it, it. I mean, the old version of Riz is like suave. Like he's suave. Right? He's got Ooh, Riz. That feels gross saying that. It See? does. It seems really gross. Suave is gross. Riz is in. 
Mm, that's more of your physical swag, carry. Yeah. Well, swag was swag. a bit of a word, but I think that... But it's that, not yeah. like you can't like swag on someone, you know, but you could riz on someone. You could riz them you up. You can also... Yeah. Mm, never mind. It's another word that rhymes with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if you have... Uh, it's also fun to ask kids questions like, so if you have the most riz, are you goaded? <laughs> or can you be and just like really and really watch him melt with it. my daughter does get mad if I try not even I try sometimes just naturally because of our job and things that we do we'll come across these words yeah and I said something to her the other day about eating and I and but using it in a slang term and she got very upset with me she felt I think that I had invaded her space and I was like I didn't mean it I'm sorry I meant did you have a good day uh, yeah. I, I apologize hey, hey, for knowing something that you assume I'm not supposed to It really to know. is because we're not just do we actually, believe it or not, have a lot of younger listeners, as your daughter said, we're vintage. Uh, but, you know, we have Emily, who's a younger co-host. And day one, back from the new year, she has a Stanley Cup. And now that's all everyone sees and I'm hears you, and I'm talks trendsetter. about. I'm, yeah. I'm a trend follower. I'm not a trendsetter. Have you, has your uh, daughter used the word yacht yet? Oh sure, oh, yeah. I one. hate that one. No, I didn't. Re- I had to Google it. It's multiple actually kind of nice because she'll only do it when she's trying to be obnoxious with her friends. But for the most part, her and her friends don't do a whole lot of the of gatting uh, or just any of the yeet and uh, yeah. Do you know what gat stands for? No, no got idea. you. Uh, no, girl, your ass thick. Or, ah. <laughs> or get your act together. No, no. See, my, no, my it's friend about group and I, we no, would that's make what it up, means. It's about the thickness. We'd make up words, and then they would become part of the lexicon in our like middle school, high school, like uh, Wordle Tink and Snarkle Juke, and Paningo was one of mine. <laughs> oh, and, no. and it was just funny to like yeah, we make had stuff own. up completely because then you'd see people that weren't in the circle start using that word as though it was real. My friends and I had a word, uh, macabre, that we threw around that nobody understood <laughs> what it meant. And uh, I, get, I I will say this. I, I'm still trying to figure out just exactly what NASA stands for, so I'm going to stay out of this. Midwest Matt is going to tell us how to eat when in Milwaukee. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Uh, guys, I am prepping my innards for a trip. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mushrooms? No, no, no. Not that kind not of that trip. Not that kind of trip. Uh, I'm going... So no emodium. Yeah, I, I'm traveling with uh, my wife uh, and my children to see my wife's family in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee, which, Emily, do you know what that stands for? Um, it's Algonquin for the good land. And, I didn't Well, know guess that. what? It, it was the good land until uh, the Czechs and the Polish and the Germans all showed up <laughs> and filled that area with nothing but cheese Beer. and sausage. Mm-hmm. It's Grease. just cheese and sausage. Cheese. If you ask anywhere while you're up there, do you guys have like a salad? They're like, oh, like a fried salad? Yeah, that's right. They fr- <laughs> deep fry the well, salad. So this is entirely true. Yeah. yeah, I get that you're saying you're preparing your gut to eat this, but uh, us clever Germans and Czechs, we've already, and Polish... We've solved the problem. You eat the meat and you eat the cheese and you can the poop, but that is why you eat the sauerkraut. It is brutal uh, on my body. I'm only going there for a couple of days. Oh, you have gout too. Uh, no, that doesn't really affect me. It's just that everywhere you go, 
It's this, it doesn't matter where you go. Every restaurant has the essentially the exact same five food offerings. Absolutely. And yeah, Emily's grandmother's from... Yeah, it's yep. always brutal for me because I don't mind eating that like once. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let's go out and eat something crazy and fried. Uh, that's fine. It was a bunch of beer. That's a blast. If it's all you have for every meal for a couple of days, it, it really starts you. to quote unquote <laughs> weigh on you. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I went to visit my wife's family... We got off the plane, we landed, and her aunt said, oh, let's stop for food. And I was like, we literally just got off the plane, and we're headed to go meet people for – but she wanted, like, extra food before we went to a dinner. Of course. And the, first, up. the first place we went to Is had – Chewy you're talking about? It felt like for some friend. friends we know. And the first place we stopped, she was like, oh, they have the best wings, and they're – Reuben egg rolls are incredible. Oh, Reuben egg rolls are great. I've yes, never had that. That sounds amazing. Reuben that sounds pizza, good. Reuben, you can Reuben everything. You take a Reuben and you roll oh. it in an egg roll. You fry it and oh. then you dip it in uh, basically oh, Thousand, Thousand Island. Thousand Island. Island. Yeah. <gasps> That's Which amazing. was fine for the first meal. It's just that I didn't know that that was the healthiest thing I was going to eat while I was, while I was there. It's that cabbage on the sauerkraut, so, right? Yeah, how do you prepare for uh, this trip where it's going to be cheese and beard and sausage? You I'm don't. spending this week drinking lots of water. Oh, yeah. Trying to Clearing flush my out. system and prepare for the sodium bomb that's coming uh, this weekend. It also, you know how a lot of us are trying to do dry January or take better care of ourselves, and I like to do that as well, except you can't you can't not drink in Milwaukee. They're like no. sailors. Instead of the water's dangerous, so right. you drink beer That's instead. Literally in Milwaukee, they're like, the water is filled with disease. They're you like, have to have. <laughs> oh, okay. My wife's entire family worked for either the Paps Company or the Miller Company. So they're like, why wouldn't you have a beer at 8 a.m.? It's how we raise the family. Yeah. Yeah. It's your exactly. nutrition. And it's how you stay warm in those Wisconsin winters. Well, yeah. what's a. Uh, now. What's a, what's a good thing to eat? Like, if you are, what is the must have item? If you are going, like, is there a place where you got to get cheese curds or this? If you are traveling to Wisconsin, what is the one item? Well, it's funny one because place to go? it's not really a food item, but I will tell you this. In Wisconsin, the first time I went there, I ordered, uh, one of the first times I was there was the first time that I ordered a Bloody Mary, right? Mm. And the guy said, uh, what, you like it, Samuel L. or Michael J.? Uh, no. He goes, uh, you want, uh, and, and what do you want with that? You want Miller or, or New Glarus? And I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I wanted a Bloody Mary. And he goes, yeah. Do you want you want Miller? You want Paps? And I was like, what is he? So they make them with, like, with Micheladas? Beer. No. All Bloody Marys up there come with a tiny little beer on the side. Uh-huh. So yeah. when you order it, it's like a four to five ounce little glass that they put next to you because nobody up there can handle, like black pepper is considered spicy. So <laughs> yeah, that's they're funny. like, you have to have something to cool your mouth down. <laughs> so when you go You there, have a shot of beer with your you vodka Bloody Mary. You get a beer. That co- now, at first, the first time I got it, I thought... This is ridiculous. Except mm. when I had it, I was like, oh, my God, this is actually really joyful. <laughs> and why don't we have miniature beers with our Bloody Marys uh, down here in the South? So that's kind of what I'm looking forward okay. to. There's one place I go to. There's one old grumpy man that works there. I get one Bloody Mary while I'm there. It comes with an entire, quote, unquote, salad, which means a bunch of cheese Pickle. and pepperoni yeah. uh, on a stick. And because uh, they always go, you want salad on that? And I'm like, why do you guys call it a salad? That's a... 
<sighs> that, 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 side that, of cottage cheese is your dressing. Yeah, it's a chicken <laughs> finger. So, uh, and then I'll have the tiny little side of uh, of beer. It's the final All right, it is time for a little bit of Beechers, Bleachers, Reachers, Creatures wordplay. We're going to do just that. A little rhyming game pitting Emily against Spencer. But first, we're going to find out who will be picking whom as their champion. Caller, hi, yes, hello. This is Brandy. Brandy, who do you think is going to win this round of Bleacher's Wordplay, Spencer or Emily? I I think Spencer today. All right. We're going to put you on hold. Don't go anywhere. Caller, who's this? It's Charles. Charles, you are going to have Emily represent you as your champion in the tournament to win some Bleacher's tickets, okay? Awesome. Use my stinky pinky theme since it's a little Ooh. word game. Here we go. Uh, Spinning Emily, you know the way it works. I'm going to read the question. Buzz in with your name. Uh, Brandy is your uh, representative. Spencer, you are uh, the champion for Brandy. Charles, Emily, that's who you're playing for. Let's go, Charles. It is a uh, word game with bleachers because they're, they're so good with the words. So let's do that. Uh, number one. This house elf hates muggles. Emily. Emily. This Dobby? No, incorrect. Oh, how did I get that wrong? Ouch. Spencer, you want to try? Uh, first uh, to three points, we'll get this. This house elf hates muggles. Uh, I have no idea. Teacher. Uh, I'm just going to say a word. Incorrect. Uh, <laughs> none of you lose points. Uh, creature. Creature. Creature is, oh, I forgot about creature. is the uh, house elf that hates muggles. Uh, number two. Muggles, muggles kind of suck. Mercenary, spy, and ex-military commando. Inspired books and a movie Spencer. with Tom Cruise. Spencer. Is that? Oh, no. Is it Jack Reacher? Yes. Oh, it correct. is. Ah. Okay. One point for Spinny thus far. Uh, two is the number you need to get to to win. What did the miracle worker try to do with Helen Keller? Emily. Emily. Teacher. Yes. Teacher. <laughs> uh, we are all That's tied. So silly. <laughs> you can use any other examples. She too. did a lot. Well, supposedly, she did a lot more. What is this artisan cheese brand? What is this artisan cheese brand? This one? Cheese brand. An artisan cheese brand. Damn, I don't know why I can't think of any. Anyone want to buzz in? Um, artisan cheese. Emily, you're from the Midwest area. I feel like you would know more. They don't have fancy cheese. (laughs) They have cheese that has chocolate in it. Like that's not fancy. Uh, Beecher is uh, an artisan Mm. cheese brand. You could have just guessed and rhymed. Since that appears to be the theme of this game, none of you thought to buzz in and just rhyme a word with bleacher. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I did that earlier. Wrong. Yeah. Very difficult to do, I guess. Uh, a person ask who better, delivers ask a sermon. Questions. Sorry, it's a preacher, Spencer. Oh, no, Spen- Spencer. Spencer did. Spencer did, Spencer did not buzz in and talk Emily. over. Emily. Emily. Yes. Preacher. Yes. Correct. Preacher. Uh. That is correct. We're going to return and we're going to play another round of this. Uh, we are going to take a few more people on the line at 512-835-1015. Uh, I will give Brandy and Charles tickets. We will put them on hold. We will give them both tickets because you both sucked at what is essentially a rhyming word game. Hey, man, I got a couple of them. Even to the intro to this, I rhymed them all. 
Uh, teach her was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, we're going to return and play another round of uh, Bleacher's Word Play for tickets to see the 10X Concert Series May 31st at the Moody Amphitheater. Uh, call in now, 512-835-1015. You got an idea of who might prevail, Spinny or Emily. You can pick them. In the meantime, congrats. I'm feeling nice today. We will award Brandy and Charles with tickets. The next callers won't be as lucky. Only one of them. I promise this time we'll actually be winning. Hang around. The 101X Concert Series presents Bleachers May 31st at the Moody Amphitheater. Uh, we've got another pair of tickets to give away right here, right now. But first it is Spinny versus Emily, your champions in some Bleachers wordplay. Uh, Hannah has chosen Emily to represent her. And Jared has chosen Spencer. We are going to uh, read a phrase. You two are going to buzz in if you think you know the answer. And Emily, stop looking at my paper over here. What? Yeah, you're trying to cheat, both of you. My glasses um, aren't that good. Remember. Let's, uh, let's say the first to three will win the contest, thus winning it for the listener on the other end of the line. And because I do not have any more Bleachers tickets to give away today... That means we really can only give it to one person, so please don't screw up too bad. Okay. And make it all controversial to mm-hmm. where if someone loses, they call the front desk and they're like, nah. well, Spencer had the answer, but CJ didn't let him buzz in. And blah, yeah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll try not to talk over the guy uh, giving the <laughs> questions out. I don't think Pat Sajak hey, would have stood for that. No. Just, just buzz in with your name. And yeah, Pat Sajak didn't. He, he didn't put slap- up with the BS I put up with, all right? He would have me. You he would have you, you think you two would get to talk to goddamn Pat Sajak the way you talk to me? Mm. Uh, let's get to the game anyhow. These are, uh, again, I'm ready to win. Let's get going. Uh, these are for a pair of tickets to Bleachers. And it's a fun little rhyming word game. Number one, uh, here we go. Congresspersons who charged Trump with high crimes and misdemeanors. <laughs> Uh, and misdemeanors. Congresspersons um, who charged Trump with high crimes and misdemeanors. Spencer? Yes, Spencer. Reachers. Uh, incorrect. Really, re- really incorrect. reaching. <laughs> They're know, really man. reaching yeah, for you it. Yeah, you can't lose points for guessing, Emily. You want to take uh, one on this? Sure. Um, let's see. We're going to go with, uh, peep, peep, peep. Nope. <laughs> An impeacher. Oh! <laughs> Damn, that's two syllables. That's so funny. It's not a full All right, proper number rhyme. two. It never is, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, we ran out of things that rhyme with Bleacher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all of the C.J. Morgan Show blog post should be displayed online in this category. All of um. the C.J. Morgan Show blog post should be displayed <laughs> online under this category. Under this category. Yes. Where should all the CJ show? This is also a lesson to you, too, if you're ever writing for our blogs. 101x.com slash CJ. I mean, it goes under the CJ Morgan show. But where yeah. should it go? Um, feature? Yes, oh, Spencer. Hey. Wait, Emily, it's Feature. Yeah. He didn't say his name. That's right. He did not buzz in. But I did stroke your ego. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm gonna, I'll give I'm, it to you, Spencer. I'm still going to give that to give Spencer on this one technicality. Give it to yeah. both of us. No, I we're feel. not going to play that game because then one of these people are actually <laughs> losing tickets and they're going to get all bitchy. So we have to make a clear, definitive I'm decision. I'm it to Spencer. Spencer to gets Spencer. the point. Yes. Uh, number three. We need three to win. Okay. I'm sorry, two to win. So Spencer oh, could do goodness. it here. Uh, this slang term describes someone who latches onto and sucks off of others. Emily. Emily. 
a leecher. Yes, Emily, Very correct. Good. We are now tied one to one, which makes this dumbass game go on even more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I get to hear the the song in the background for longer. All right. Now you gonna think of a question? Is that what? If you <laughs> wanted to get a hold of Meemaw, you might just try this. If you wanted to get a hold of Meemaw, you might just try this. Um. <laughs> um. Oh no. Do you want to go, Spencer? Yes. Reach her. Yes. Yeah. Reach her. Those there you go. Geez. Spencer. Congratulations, Spencer. Are you kidding? I was thinking of something more complicated. It's hey, like a Ouija board. If you want her, yeah, you just try to reach her. Can I give my point to Emily? Uh, <laughs> no, don't give it to me. No, one last Jared. dumb one. Uh, I really was. A lot of these were made up words, but this this one's not. I think uh, this might be a term for someone who busts through a wall. A breacher? Yes, oh. Benny. All right, there we go. The win. I was already now, that was Spencer, good. concretely, Spen- yeah. no argument has won. Three points to one. Can um, I give one of my points to Emily? Uh, yeah. I'll take no, one no, of Spencer's points. No, no, then we'll points. tie, and this game will have to uh, <laughs> keep going. That's fine. Okay, all right, here we go. Uh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you gave a point to me. We're tied up. <laughs> all right, now we're tied up two to two. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome. This, you can a, do it. this animal might make... A high-pitched noise. Emily. Yes. Ah! A screecher. Yeah, screecher. <laughs> I knew it, too, when well, you said it. Well, now the person that thought they won with Spencer is upset that Spencer gave a point. Now they won with well, Emily. Can I give half a point to Spencer? Uh, okay, since he gave you one, you could give him half a point. I'll give uh, him half a point. Thank you. Uh, Jared, so you win. Equal. Spencer was the winner of this contest. <laughs> uh, we will replay and go through the tape and Hannah, get yelled at by bosses. Try, Sorry, try again Hannah. tomorrow. There we go. And if Hannah calls, we'll take her tomorrow. Uh, again, Bleacher's tickets around the same time tomorrow, and I promise to come up with a much better game than half-assed rhyming words with the band Bleachers. No more Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Nerd! Probably the most successful Star Wars show on streaming services, uh, The Mandalorian is no longer going to be on Disney+. Why not? Are they changing the name of this? It's getting a movie! Oh! Uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh, Lucasfilms has announced that there will be a new story Fit perfectly for the big screen. It's going to be called The Mandalorian and Grogu. Hopefully, that's the working title. Okay. It sounds very Disney at that I, point. What about Baby Yoda? I'm assuming they'll come up with something better or maybe just The Mandalorian. I don't know. But the point is, uh, they are making a movie and it will lead in and coincide with the stuff happening in Ahsoka season two. And then we can assume. We're going to get some sort of grand ending of the current Star Wars state, which is going to culminate with Thrawn being the main bad guy now that he's been brought back at the end of Ahsoka. And now that, you know, we got to lead into the period that became The Force Awakens. But here's the deal. Star Wars is in a very precarious state, much like Marvel. There was a lot of hope and excitement, and now it's turned into... Perhaps some oversaturation. Yeah. You're, we're getting Absolutely. way too much of it. We're in and the weeds, man. You could say we could use uh, a new hope. They've they've really kind of screwed it too because the Force Awakens trilogy was just all over the place. A lot you, of people you, didn't you like had, it. Yeah, you had J.J. Abrams directing the first and third, where 
you know, the the director in between, I forget, uh, was it? It wasn't James. I don't know. I'm thinking of James Gunn. Ryan Johnson. Be, uh, the 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 second movie set a different tone and direction, and then completely spun around and changed in the third, and it was just kind of disappointing. I will say, I don't care what any of you think. Kylo Ren is not only hot because I, I love too. Adam Driver. Oh, yeah, you like guys with long hair. You like nerdy dudes with long hair. And big noses. Uh, He's got a nice big Adam nose. Driver was great as Kylo Ren. That's exactly what I wanted out of a young, confused Force victim. But they didn't really give Daisy Ridley enough of a chance to shine, and she became a cliché. What's that What's that term for, like, a Mary Sue kind of almost hero? Um I don't know. It was just disappointing, and it kind of changed where the Star Wars legendary lore had gone. And then you had a couple of shows come out. The first season of The Mandalorian was obviously a smash hit. Uh, but but the future of the franchise and where it's going to go is really up in the air right now. And if this movie sucks, there might be so much overcorrection from Disney and Star Wars that it could then make the next few things suck. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm worried. I'm in a worried state. That there will be actually a good Star Wars movie in the next four years. I hope so. But here's the deal. Again, you have Disney behind the helm, and you you listen. I do like and trust. Um, it's going to be directed by I believe uh, John Favreau. He's responsible for a lot of the Mandalorian, right? Yes. So. And Dave. So I I think stylistically. Okay, it's not going to veer be too far good. off. Okay. And I hope it sticks with the, not as much as the, all the special lasers and fighting, but more of the space western op- opera. Yeah, I to guess. To where, yeah, you're in outer space, but it doesn't mean everything has to be Jedi Force and laser cannons. I guess my question is, because there's so much lore to a series like Star Wars, as a fan, what do you need to have a good movie like what do you still need out of this series to make it something that's a good movie i think that you hit on it make it a good movie movie. (laughs) okay but what does that mean it sounds over simple but don't go out to make a star wars movie necessarily go and make a movie that has compelling characters you care about regardless of who they are in the star wars don't rely too heavily on fan servicing of, ha, look, it's a stormtrooper. Look, it's a Gungan. And and go out and make a good movie. And I feel like the first season of The Mandalorian, even though it had Easter eggs and fun things here and there, it it, it just was a good story and a good TV show in the Star Wars realm. I think the the other one does a a good job of that. um, Andor does a good job of making a television show. Well, it's more of like a spy or like a thriller, co- yeah, right? Yeah, but it's compelling characters, and it's not. it doesn't rely so heavily right. uh, of, of Star Wars myth and lore. I like that that's the background, that that universe is there, but I feel like when you get too much into it, like the last trilogy did, it kind of makes it dorky and suck, and Disney's yeah. all about that kind of crap. And Dave Filoni, who is, you know, behind the Rebels, uh, he's... Half good and half crap. Yeah. He can do great Look, things, but then he throws space whales and all kinds of other woo-woo and, and stuff Look, out there. The so that's it. Thing, Make a good movie. Exactly. The important thing to every story is to have a, a, a good one. And Karen, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what, like, paint you, like, slap on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like a car, I guess. If your car sucks at running, like, what's the point? You know what I mean? And even if it's pretty <laughs> on the listen, outside, come yeah. on. You're already going into it with two characters you know and care about so you don't have to add and go over the top with all the other stuff but then also i feel like they need to 
do a good job preserving and protecting the legacy of the Mandalorian because it can kind of taint and ruin a character who we all know and love when their story or arc takes a weird or corny twist to it. And I don't feel like that's that's how this should end. I just wish they would focus on, you know, bring in bring in filmmakers and people who are one not Star Wars fans, just good at that, and then listen to some of the hardcore fans as well to kind of mm. have stories and things that are maybe a little more sinister, a little darker. Oh, and so not... you're telling me we should have a A24 Star Wars film? <laughs> that would what? be sick. That That's would it. be sick. Emily yeah. fixed it. Machete Marauder Vince mounts vicious attack on Town Lake. Sorry, I got a little too excited with my alliteration. Let me do this news headline again. Machete Marauder mounts vicious attack on Town Lake. Uh, that's top in today's headlines. Uh, a person attacked and injured a young teen earlier this morning near Auditorium Shores. It was random and unprovoked attack. Luckily, even though the person had lacerations and cuts, they were able to identify the person, the suspect, after police apprehended him. Uh, they were able to uh, arrest, get this guy off the street, who then had tried to attack someone else, apparently threw the machete into Town Lake. And it just uh, it just reminds me, man, when y'all when y'all going out on these streets, especially ladies. What about it? You, you got to have some of that uh, pepper bring, spray or mace. You bring your oh. shield, yeah, your yeah. heater shield. If, yeah, if they have a uh, well, you can block a machete. <laughs> make sure you carry a shield. But it's you or know, learn how to punch really well. Uh, these dangerous things are going to happen, especially downtown, where there's a large number of you know mentally unstable people roaming the streets. They're not the same as like all unhoused homeless people, uh, whatever it might be. So you just got to be careful. Anytime there's a large mass of uh, humans, especially in our big tourist district, you're you're going to start to see an increase in this um, as. You know, things get bigger and bigger and bigger in Austin. It just doesn't go away, and we're not fixing any of the problems soon. But again, I, rep- I, I recommend not just mace or pepper spray, but the gel. You got to get the pepper That's gel. That's true. Because in the, they have it at Academy because it sti- it's not it's less likely to blow back in your face. Oh, nice. And it'll kind of stick, and it also works against uh, crazy dogs. Yeah. That'll come running after you and biting you. Now, quick question. Does pepper spray double as like a seasoning? Can you use it as a seasoning? Oh, absolutely I... not. Okay. Just, okay. Someone like you might, Spencer. You like the heat, but I. Uh, Someone like you. Spray my eyes. <laughs> the, ah, what do I do? The only unfortunate recommendation for anyone that does use pepper gel or spray, you will have to. I think it's important that you have to come in contact with it yourself to know what it feels like and what it does. Don't spray yourself with pepper spray. Well, I, hey, look, look, look. Someone should know. That way they don't just go around spraying people, you know, randomly. Well, yeah. Oh, some guy's talking smack to me. But F I think you. we all know if you're an adult and you own pepper spray, don't. it's a bad thing. It's It hurts. Yeah, true. It's tough. Well, this dude don't had a machete. Uh, and, yeah, well, I guess he me, should know not to do that. actually <laughs> summarize this in a more serious yeah. way because the uh, the guy that was attacked was out there jogging. Even though you have your headphones on, if you're working out, if you feel safe, just still keep basic, you know, kind of uh, not survival things, but just awareness of your surroundings, the people around you. You don't have to be constantly suspicious and ready to pepper spray the first guy that comes up to you. But just always, always, always be careful. Keep your head on a swivel. Be aware of your surroundings. Because weird, strange things can happen. Like this, uh, APA got robbed again. 
Someone has once again stolen from Austin Pets Alive. Are they uh, confusing it for APD for some, or something? No, like, what's dude, going on here? It's APA. Uh, yesterday, we talked about their large transport van. van. Oh, come on, guys. Leave them alone. Uh, it's a new year. You're supposed to be volunteering at the animal shelters. Today, it was a dog, an eight-month Lab Shepherd mix named Frisco, Frisco. Uh, was taken from Austin Pets Alive. The, uh, the just... person who took the dog was not authorized to take him, oh. so I have no idea what this means. Are they, Did they uh, find him? They they took him from APA, so they no, I so know, but is Frisco back at APA? That's that's why I'm reading the news. He's not. <gasps> We're still looking oh, no. for Frisco. Well, no. What if this is a jailbreak and it was a bunch of dogs in like a trench coat and they all came Trying in? Trying to get this one <laughs> out. <laughs> trench coat. Uh, <laughs> APA is looking to uh, find the dog. You can call or text with information, 512-842-9095. There's a $200 reward. Um, Frisco, again, is chipped, is is ready to adopt and all this stuff, but there is a bit of procedure. You can't just grab a dog from That's APA so and take sad, it. That's um, it is, it is a cute little puppy, but you know, maybe maybe it'll end up being a happy story, and it's just like Spencer said, yeah. a jailbreak for other dogs. Uh, and if you got the dog days of winter feeling worse, well, <laughs> what a good transition. <laughs> Do you have COVID or cedar fever, and how will you know the difference? Yeah, I feel like all of us in the studio today have been doing a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm really concerned. I had blood all over the console when I got here. Don't know where it came from. I cleaned hmm. it though with my tongue. Uh, yeah. How do you know if oh. you're if the allergies, the cedar fever's kicking your ass because it's been windy, it's been rainy, all the pollen's up in the air? Yeah. Or, and I, I um, feel like I've just have a lot of friends that have started getting COVID recently, and now I'm concerned. I'm going to a big wedding this flu, weekend. It's just the flu. It's just the flu. Well, I'm going. If I'm, you get the jab, you'll get it every you did the flu. I'm getting the world's flat. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't be the person that spreads COVID at a wedding. All also, right, so. the uh, the tests are once again pretty expensive. Like yeah, 12. and hard to find. Yeah. So if you are trying to figure out, do I have cedar fever or COVID? How do we know? According to the Mayo Clinic, they basically Mm. spelled it out for you. If you've got allergies. This is the Duke's Mayo Clinic. Then you probably have an itchy nose, ice, uh, eyes, ice, (laughs) eyes, geez, (laughs) mouth and inner ears, sneezing, and running your stuffy nose. If you have any of those, you probably just have allergies. But if you've got a headache, a dry cough, some fever, muscle aches, tiredness, sore throat, um, and loss of taste or smell, that's COVID-19, so, baby. I can get the 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 body fatigue and the loss of taste or smell, but I feel like headache and sore throat goes completely hand-in-hand hand with cedar fever and eh. the really bad allergies. For me, it does. Now, Emily, eh. what are you and I, did we discuss this once that we both, when we got COVID, we got pink eye? Yeah. At, at the same, like, I, I don't know if it's- Yeah, I if, got, like, pink eye for a day, which if, was strange. If it somehow correlates, or just because Emily and I both sleep with our pets on our pillows. You can also no. get pink eye uh, from allergies, so it could be cedar fever, oh, too. Yeah. Okay, here's <laughs> I don't know the if thing. It's cedar fever, If but. you ever are questioning it and you're going to a public event, get tested first before you go anywhere. But seriously, I think yeah, if you, you're, you can kind of feel it in your body when overall, you have COVID. I know yeah. that every time you bring up COVID, people are like, it, it creates a whole ass- thing which is frustrating annoying and weird but the bottom line is being sick sucks it does and don't be don't be an a-hole and get someone else sick even if it is just the flu or a cold 
You know what else goes around that has a lot of similar things to COVID? Strep throat. That sucks. If you're feeling sick, if you're not feeling well, even if it's not COVID, just don't stay home, man. I talked to somebody today. It's so annoying. And if you're a boss at a restaurant who makes all your damn servers come in when they're not feeling well, screw you. That's so mean. Um, I talked to somebody today who had just come back to work because they had two strands of the flu at once. That's possible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That sounds awful. That's what Bill Gates and the New World Order want you to think is is possible. Uh, But there you go. Uh, What did you learn today? Don't steal dogs. Carry pepper spray. And use the pepper spray to kill COVID? What? Yeah. No. We didn't teach you that. No. Stanley Cups are now causing chaos. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. It's something you've probably heard or seen about, especially on social media. Stanley Cups causing fights. And no, I'm not talking about hockey championships either. Emily has a Stanley Cup right here in front of us. Uh, She acquired one over the break. It's big. It's filled with water. It has a straw. It keeps you hydrated and pee and clear. Mm-hmm. Congratulations clear. on your uh, Stanley Cup. Now thank you so much. we can't stop hearing about them. I know. It, it might have been because of me. I'm a trendsetter. No, actually. Uh, to be fair, you're the first one I knew that had one. Which is Same. kind of crazy. You're the first one in the building. Bob Fonseca That's now not has true. one, too. Bob Bob has one. That's Oh, really? Bob yeah, has one? He got because oh, he likes to be a follower. He, uh, he even admits it. But uh, <laughs> basically, it's it's the next big trendy thing. Well, it's and been, honestly, here's the thing. It's been around for a while. It has been around for a couple of months now. It's a very old now. company, though. Well, like, it's been around for a couple months. The little Stanley Cup that you think about. It's young, just that Young people now, and kids have heard of them, but now it's hitting social media. I think it's because of Christmas. Everybody was getting them at Christmas because they saw they were trendy, and now it's becoming a big thing. And over social media, people are going insane. Specifically, Starbucks has now collaborated with Stanley Cup, and there is a Starbucks pink Valentine's Day themed Stanley Cup. So it's a specialty one. People are selling them on eBay. People are standing in line for them. Just from my observation about Stanley Cups on social media, it's not the people that own them or buying them that annoying. I wouldn't have even noticed or thought about it other than Emily saying she got one. Had it not been for people like, oh, these dumbass Stanley Cubs. Like, oh, all the kids these days, they're going crazy. Like, it's the people bitching about it have become the... uh, More annoying. More annoying (laughs) and have become the actual loudest ones for something that wasn't crazy beforehand. Wait, actually, I'm going to... I'm sorry, but I that the people that are that are bitching about the Stanley Cups because yeah, well, yeah they're good. the ones that also paid the same amount for a Yeti, which is smaller. Yeah. And well, one of the trends though. for it's Stanley thicker. Cups, which is ridiculous to me, this cup it's a reusable cup. That's the whole point, right? You get one and you can reuse it. But what Stanley people have become are collectors. So it's cool to collect these cups. A year ago, that cup was $7 at Academy for like camping and stuff. People display their Stanley cups 
out on shelves. Like kids will ask for multiple colors of Stanley wow. Cups I mean, so that they can display listen, them. It's a reusable we, cup. We don't Come wear on. watches and sunglasses as much, the younger generation. So maybe, you this know, is, yeah. there was the Hydro Flask a couple of years sure. ago. Maybe this is like the status symbol. I mean, I I've, is, I've got it my is Yeti the right here. It it's become the, the new thing. And uh-huh. it's becoming such a problem and thing. That people are raiding Starbucks's. Uh, there's video of an incident that happened at a Starbucks inside a Target where a man jumped over the Starbucks counter to steal some Stanley Cups. This dude's going crazy. Loser. And that's uh that's funny too that this yeah. dude like the uh, in the video he like stiff arms and rolls into a guy like a running back. Oh yeah. And it's it's hilarious that I get that people are upset. I think the perfect response to this situation is the dude that goes, you're an effing loser. Yeah. Here's the deal, man. Another thing I want to bitch and be annoyed about are the weird, like, cowboy hero mentality of people that think it's your job to protect Target and Starbucks from a thief. Yeah. Like, for a... $30 mug, you're willing to get in the way of some asshat, and it's like, well, they, they're stealing. They're breaking the law. So I know. what, dude? Um, imagine trying to it's tackle not, somebody It's not going to hurt Starbucks or Target's bottom line. Are like, we sure these people just didn't want to have to wait again in line for the cups? That's probably <laughs> it. Like, He's getting the last of the cups. Get him! Get, get him. that cup! Well, because they do only have a select few, and right. how these lines work is you well, get a number. And so somebody's like, hey, I'm number 27 out of 30! You're taking my cup. Ah, I'm giving but that this to my daughter to put This on dude a didn't wall. cut the line. He jumped over the counter and stole it. Yeah. But that brings up, you know, what I, what I was trying to get to is not regardless of the Stanley Cup, one of the big things people steal from grocery stores are like uh, uh, laundry detergent and other things. Like, I don't understand. And, you know, I've been there before. I worked at a grocery store. I've worked at a restaurant. I get the need to feel like if someone steals... You need to chase and apprehend them. But I'm sorry, laundry detergent's way more important. But we kind of need that to like clean ourselves yeah. and go to work. Yeah, and so you can a, find all kind types of necessity. Of, you and can so use your hands more. to cup water into your mouth. Did you Listen, know that? The product aside, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. I don't get the need for people to feel like they have to be a hero and protect the corporate interests of losing something like this. Like yeah. they treat it as though it's an armed robbery where the bank robber is an old West gunslinger that's going to kill everyone in the building. And people talk like that online, too. It's like, don't be a dumbass and, you know, get one, you could end up getting hurt or killed. Or two, you could go to jail for manslaughter because someone was stealing a Stanley Cup from Target. It's just dumb. Like, yeah, don't risk yourself. If you want to do something like a lot of companies don't do it either because they don't want to get sued. But if you want to be a hero, just Follow them to the car and get a picture of their license plate, yep. which might yeah. even in itself be a risk. But it's just, it's dumbass, weird, smash and grab, petty theft. So he, and I just, I, I do think these people should be punished. And eventually, in that lifestyle, the hammer's going to come down. It's not going to last. But I don't get 
people's mentality that they think it is their job to serve vigilante justice. I don't know, man. He's back for, there making a distraction. Everyone should have just ran behind the counter and got whatever they wanted. You know, uh, <laughs> I would have gone to the Lego store, Lego section. The Lego section. That's still that's still one of my. Fistfuls of Legos. That's still one of my pockets. He's hiding the Legos in the Stanley Cups to yeah. steal. That's Beautiful. one of my favorite memes of all time. Is uh, it, it the meme reads? It's a it's a security photo, and the meme reads. I love that this white dude braved a pandemic and racial rioting and protest to loot a target of Legos. And it is in the security video, the targets being looted and like ripped of glasses being broke. People are like taking things and then you see this one like guy. Yeah. People are taking TVs and stuff. You you see this guy and he's got two Lego sets and he's wearing a mask (laughs) and he's, he's, he's looting that. Did you know? Ranchers love to keep a donkey about. Uh, They keep donkeys with their herd animals because if they see a threat like a coyote, uh, donkeys will begin kicking and baying and doing things to protect the herd. And you know it's true because, well, I'm not a rancher, even though I'm from Amarillo, but because we said, did you know beforehand? So donkey! (laughs) Very, very uh, protective animals, very stubborn, very difficult to deal with. But you know what? They'll, they'll keep your little baby goats alive. There you go. Well, uh, did you know, this is interesting, in 1953, a family in Texas had a beloved pet, a lion named Blondie. Um, and evidently, I wish I had something more interesting for you because they never had any incidents with her, and she actually died of old age as a beloved family member. Yeah, that's that's, ugh, that's not a good idea. Uh, did you? This is a. I think this is kind of true. Uh, Texas, <laughs> Texas has the most exotic species and cats, uh, wildcat, whatever uh, animals, basically uh, in captivity. Yeah. Like we have, we're we're a state that owns a lot of uh, Tiger King style. Yeah, I creatures. think that's just proof of how strong the rap scene is in Texas. Good call. Oh, did you know? Yeah. Uh, Picard's flute from the Star Trek episode "The Inner Light" was put up for auction. They were doing a bunch of Star Trek memorabilia. Uh, Christie's, the big famous auction house. Yeah. Uh, they estimated that the flute would go for three hundred dollars. That's where they began the bidding. It sold for. $48,000. Somebody paid $48,000 for not even a movie prop, a (laughs) TV show prop from the CW. Seldom used like once. And and Matt, you kind of, it's not necessarily a theory. It's just an observation having worked on television and movie sets and whatnot that there's never just one prop. There's never... One like uh, we talked about this before that the skateboard from Back to the Future right. sold at the same auction for but a lot. You got to have five or six of them in case right. something happens to one of exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, which one's the one? I will say this: a lot of people said, "Where did this guy come up with forty-eight thousand dollars for a prop flute?" And I would say you can save a lot of money when you're not dating. Ooh. Ooh. Did you know? Uh, I'm kind of worried sometimes about these Australians. They seem to be at times. Uh, competing with Americans for how American can you be? But did you know the Australians invented a boomerang grenade during World War One? Oh, a that's pretty smart. Grenade, grenade. Yeah, because so what happens in oh, no. uh, if I'm you're sorry. in the midst of a? I didn't expect this. If you're injured and you're about to die, a lot of times you'll 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 hold the grenade and pull the pin and you'll wait for the the Cook Japanese it. soldiers to come up. 
and then you'll let go of it. But instead, the Australians will throw it, and then they'll be like, all right, I'll surrender. I'll do everyone gather around me, or give up. And then the boomerang comes back around and blows up all the enemy soldiers. Is this real? Yeah. I sure. Think, sure, why not? I mean, the boomerang it. grenade. I mean, real. I didn't say yeah. did you know, but you it didn't sounds say, real enough. Uh, speaking of dying, maybe not in battle, did you know? When Coco, the gorilla famous for sign language, was asked, where do gorillas go after death? She responded by signing, comfortable hole, goodbye. Hmm. <laughs> Something to think what? about. They might know. Com- <laughs> comfortable hole. You got really kind of... Uh... Mm. Thrown off just thinking about it. You like just thinking of comfortable hold. holes? Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, anybody remember when Star Trek was science fiction? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Star Trek science fiction or science fact? It's Matt Bearden here for Weird or Wired on the CJ Morgan Show. Hey, guess what, guys? Teleportation is real. Oh, man. That sounds... Uh, Devious. Yeah, uh, groundbreaking breaking feet in quantum communication uh, has occurred, and it's been peer-reviewed, and so far they're saying, yep, it's real. We can teleport images across a network without physically sending the image itself. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Well, isn't that just, okay, you know what? I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to learn. Because oh. you're going to ask, like, isn't that just like a fax machine? Or, or isn't that like Wi-Fi? Taking ones or and zeros. Right. Message? They're yeah. not sending the ones and zeros anymore. I read this article, then I read it again, Yeah. then I read it a third time, then I went for a good long poop, had some coffee, read it a fourth time. I'm going to be honest with you, it is for a smarter person than Dude, me. Quant- but quantum stuff blows my mind. I don't get so it. It's <laughs> so uncomfortable to read this study, but here's what it comes down to, is essentially they're not physically sending information anymore. They're saying that there's this quantum entanglement, right? Yep. Uh, that you're Heard shaking your it. head. You kind of understand this one a uh, little bit. Futurists and sci-fi stuff have been talking about that. Where yeah. when things on one end are things on on another end react to things on a separate end. Essentially linked to places. Yes. Uh, yeah. So right now when we communicate, we have to send a signal that has those ones and zeros or something, and that's considered to be two-dimensional. It, 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 now we're going to higher dimensions in order to send that information. And why this is important is that if I take a picture of my thumbprint and I decide to send it to the bank, someone can intercept that single signal somehow, and then they can steal my thumbprint. With quantum teleportation, it's being sent to a bank, except it's not actually being transported at all. It physically builds itself there. It's just appearing there. Out of the materials that are already there. Yeah. No, when you ask me the why, I'm not going to tell you that. In fact, there was like an ad in the middle of this article for pizza, and I just kept thinking, Mm. man, I really want frozen pizza. Like, that's how my brain works. I understand that. that, It's linking to two different things, But the Star Trek lore is, uh, you know, with with Beam Me Up and stuff, is it completely disassembles your molecules, sends it via an electric or whatever signal to another place and then reassembles you complete and your consciousness. But can you imagine once we start building that technology, how many mutated, completely destroyed rats there are going to be? It's funny that you bring it up because they say one of the big problems right now is that 
if someone tried to break into this, they could end up creating lots of same copies, slightly different of this image. And remember, this goes back to quantum understanding of the universe, which uh, is different than how uh, we view the... I know the everybody needs to hit the joint a little harder. The right laws now. of physics work differently and do not apply on the quantum level, and Thank it you. freaks us out. Thank you. Uh, it's not like Ant-Man. We, we understand that more. So, it's just a bunch of pretty things, I guess. Like in that <laughs> magician movie, maybe oh. if you tried to teleport, what you're actually doing is you're not physically putting yourself... You're not transporting yourself. You're building a copy, and every time you teleport, there's a copy that is made of you somewhere else. Ooh, that sounds anyway, like quantum three D printing. Now, no, real, sorry. This, Go if, ahead. If, but well, if you could do that, if every time you teleported, a copy of yourself was made somewhere else, would you kiss your copy? Like, would you mess around with it no. because you know what feels good to you? No. So then you would have you to, and is that considered jerking off, or is it? Does it make me gay if I hook up with myself, my copy? No, you hook up with yourself anyway right now. That's what I'm yeah. saying, but this is a physical, actual me, well, not just imaginary me. You have a mirror in your bedroom? Me. I do. Didn't you have like a it's life-size disgusting. cutout copy of yourself you would take home? With all the holes in it? <laughs> Ew. Everyday things we do that are super disrespectful. We supposed to make money on the internet. The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner, clicking through the crap we do every day that might be super disrespectful. That's the title of today's uh, list, which is on BuzzFeed, the king of clicks. And let's start with something we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. When you're sick, when you're coughing, when you're sneezing in public, when you don't cover your mouth or when you just spit, especially at a grocery store, it is gross. Emily, you have a very important wedding and you are just trying not to get sick. And don't you hate it when I feel like it always happens at grocery stores. Yeah. Which one is extra gross because there's like food and stuff around. But when you walk into someone's cough sphere, like they cough, cough sphere? they cough, and then you're right behind them or you cross oh, them. I try to yeah. hold my breath. There's nothing you can do, and you're also not getting droplets on you sure. necessarily. But it's still gross when people just cough out in the air. And I know mm-hmm. because I do it all the time, too. You I do, do it, it you hear in work. here <laughs> yeah. all the time. You do the baby cough sometimes. <clears throat> so, yeah, where you don't cover your mouth and you go... <clears throat> Yeah. You like stick your tongue out. It's disgusting. That it is. And I apologize because it's uh, super disrespectful. That's what this list is all about. Uh, People that just stop walking in the middle of a busy place. I hate that. When people don't hustle or when they walk in large groups, like when it's a family of five at the grocery store or airport, and they're all spread out in a long line going slow and you can't go around. But the stopping thing's really annoying. I try to be aware of it too because I know. Like many people, I'm distracted by my phone all the time, or I'm trying to look and find. So I try to move to where I have something to my back, a wall, a Same. pillar, Same. especially. I keep bringing up grocery stores. Um, you know, when you're at an aisle and you just stop all of a sudden, I try to move out of the way. And I think we should do that too because it's so, annoying. Man. I've gone down an aisle and there's been like four people like talking to each other. I'm like, damn it. Sometimes I want to just go down an aisle to ask him to move, but I'm like, damn it, I don't want to. Uh, What about this? People who don't clean up after themselves in a communal space, like our break room here at work or Mm. something like that. Yeah, that's annoying. I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me as much 
because it's just like that's not true at all, CJ. I see you oh, do yeah? your little clean things in here. Some days where, you get bothered, yeah. Y- yeah, you you walk in and it's like been a month, and then something in you. S- just snaps the entire studio and you just start cleaning the entire studio and not saying a word yeah there you go you're starting to pick some stuff because i found blood in the studio that's absolutely disgusting how'd that get there who is in the studio keep glossing over it someone have a nosebleed uh not flushing in uh public restrooms that's pretty gross that is gross actually what's worse is leaving droplets on the seat no, those yeah. are both bad. I just leaving a turd in there and it's been in there for like ten hours. Or even no urinating. We get, we get it a lot here but at work. It's like just flush it. We don't have automatic. I don't get why people don't flush. It's same. gross. Yeah. But sometimes also, sometimes like you forget. Like if it, there's then it a makes lid, makes more splash. Mm. If there's a lid, sometimes I forget. Maybe if it's TT, that's not as big. But like, yeah, if you leave some dribs too, I don't mean to like completely gloss over your what you said earlier. But uh, what about this? Just look after yourself. Uh, neighbors that don't respect quiet hours. That to me okay. is confusing because are we talking about city ordinance? Are we talking midnight? Like Here, uh, what is quiet? What I'm is loud? Gonna That's a little say something controversial, and yeah. I know you're going to be like, "Well, it's because you're 25, Emily." Yeah, it's because you're 25. Emily. But my friends had a party at the at their house in the suburbs when we were in Dallas on a weekend, and the neighbors like behind us, behind them complained that we were outside talking. Yeah, and it was a, what time, though? It was a Saturday, 10 p.m. Yeah, it's not a that's, big deal. That's, Usually, that's, though, a good rule of thumb in neighborhoods is to sort of con- converse with your neighbors beforehand and be yeah. like, hey, what's up, and invite them, kind of. But that way they're not oh, as sure. likely or to text be. But they, they, were like, they were like, you guys need to make sure that you're quiet by 9. It's no. a Saturday. I'm so sorry yeah, that you work on, no, on a Sunday, being, but... They're being uh, pretentious and annoying. Nine yeah. o'clock, come on. Come uh, on. That, that's dumb. That's but, ridiculous. You know, if you've ever lived below someone in an apartment that is always up and moving yeah. late at night or playing, uh, you know, some people playing loud music, they just don't respect it. I remember, I've, I've lived in many hoods in Austin, East Side, Runberg, wherever, so I just... I just deal with it, dude. Dude, when I was in college, it was an apartment I lived under a, a, a girl. So it was a college-age girl, and she was always getting ready and wearing heels around the apartment upstairs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, those are so much more annoying. <laughs> uh, what about this? The clickbait corners, things people do that are super disrespectful. Abandoning stuff in a store. If you're too lazy to return it, uh, I mean, what the hell's wrong with you? Just hand it to the cashier at checkout. Yeah. yeah. I do that. I, I abandon stuff a lot. Um, I I'm an that. abandoner. No, boo, I know it's not great. Worst. I don't do it with cold just things. Go put it back. This is what I don't understand. It's is like, just, what do you? Uh, is it just very impulsive? And then you're like, oh, I don't want to spend that money now. Like, what's the mindset behind that? I think towards that? the end of it, I realize I'm spending too much money. Okay, or I don't okay. need it. But because I'm always wondering, I, I don't do it a lot. But I've done it, and I, it just doesn't. But it's never. I'm leaving me. a rotisserie, raw rotisserie chicken, and no, it's on, like on no, the floor no. in the, the the cereal aisle. Either right? way, like, just. Come on, CJ. You'll, you'll, like, don't put you'll your go around back. Target and you'll see a Star Wars Lego set abandoned somewhere it shouldn't be, and that's that's me. They I'll should thank me you. for that because then someone's going to be like, oh, crap, I need to buy this. Why is there mysterious blood in the radio studio? It's a murder mystery, and one of you has done it. You're not leaving here till we figure it out. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I think I know what happened. Yeah, there's blood uh, right where you're sitting. Right where the, I'm yeah. sitting. They're what? smeared on the wood and right Ew, here. So I grabbed an antiseptic wipe. I grabbed an alcohol wipe. There, we, we have a blood cleanup kit in our uh, break room. Thankfully, Why? we have a little first aid kit. Oh, well, I mean. Okay. Actually, someone bleeds. Okay, sorry. Can, I know the Why? realistic Why? Because answer. of what happened here today. Yeah, okay, okay. 
Now, I didn't realize blood was common. Here's blood? what I think happened. Our okay. overnight late night DJ mm-hmm. was in here playing music and doing what late night radio disc jockeys do, snorting a little bit of cocaine, mm. oh. did a little bit too much, got a nosebleed and dripped a little bit of blood hmm. and then had to run to the bathroom. Or mm. that same DJ was getting a little sad playing a little too many uh, Evanescent songs. Oh, don't, don't and make started, that joke. And started cutting his thighs. Oh, don't make that joke. Um, well, the thighs sit under the desk. Uh, he'd have to get up sad. on top of the desk to get the blood on. Well, yes, because he was also manicuring his toenails at the same time, and that's why there's clippings and so, stuff everywhere. Ew. Self-care and self-harm. At or, the same time, that's it balances out. He was just very, very excited, and he decided to stand on the desk and do a little Sixth Street yeah. uh, drunk girl on the bar moment. Mm. And dropped Got, his drink, dropped the glass drink. broke, and he yeah, cut and he his stepped toe. on it. Yeah, I think more likely uh, our evening uh, disc jockey here on 101X uh, maybe has stigmata and started bleeding oh, from so? the arms. What do you because they're the reincarnation of Jesus? Do you Christ. think maybe they were headbanging too much to some evanescence and then hit, hit their head, hit their head on the desk, on the I, mic, on oh, the desk? Yes. Yeah, I'm not lying when I, I say this. I did that. I think when I was 13 wow. <laughs> yeah, on my desk, and it hurts. Well, a lot. how did you? How do you know it's blood? Did you taste it? Because maybe that's how I knew there was cocaine in the blood. Well, may- <laughs> oh. because I was going to say maybe he was hungry, and then he uh, the disc jockey had a late night gusher. Yes, and it, he he it, went to bite. Down on the gusher and, and then it squirted it just, that. Or, like, he had, or he had a pimple that was a gusher. Oh yeah, you're right, a pimple. That I popped. think oh, God. the late night disc jockey found out whoever's been stealing stuff in the building, mm-hmm. but didn't want to steal Emily's jacket. Just sniffed it and put it back. <laughs> so weird that that's on security camera. Yeah, someone lifts up her jacket, puts it on, and puts like oh, I don't want this. <laughs> so dumb. Wait, wait, what does that have to do with the blood? They found out who's doing it, and then oh, they- the thief. They interrogated him in here? Snuck in here and stabbed him through the (laughs) abdomen and the blood splattered. Yeah. I think it's it's probably just some sort of cherry glaze. Someone's eating a donut or something. Right. Uh, I'll say the most likely answer is it's just my road rash. Just oh. me bleeding. Oh, yeah. I think I just clean that up, dude. You know, see my elbow. I still have that road Ew. rash from the motorcycle wreck. I so was, you were bleeding all I'm, over the studio guess, yesterday. And yeah, you found your I blood mean, I this guess morning. I don't know, but I'm thinking I had my elbow here, had a little bit of blood. It dried, and then uh, either way, I cleaned up the evidence. It's gone. Okay, it is. It is done. Well, that's um, that's good. So Unless... I know I kept bringing up the mysterious blood in the studio. So, I didn't want to leave y'all without answers. Well, Thank you. this seems like an excuse, Spencer. What if we have a murder on our hands? Who was the last oh. person here yesterday? You, Spencer? It was. Or you, Emily? Oh, Spencer. And see, I don't Spencer. recall seeing any but blood there. Did you see Emily leave? Did I you see her get in her car and drive onto the did. highway? That's a good point. I oh, did see her walk wait. by my station, and then she, that it was it. She been just said bye. She could have hidden the closet. In a wig? Well, we're still looking out for the Austin siren. Remember the yeah. person that was dragging <laughs> all of the people killer. into the uh, into Town Lake, and they're mad that we're talking about it. Yeah. So now hmm. we need to watch out. The mystery is afoot. I'm going to throw the hell out of this ass. Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.